Coffee Break, where Helena comes to talk. I am Troy Shockley, and this is the Coffee Break Podcast. Thanks for joining our chat today. Coffee Break brought to you by Cochrane Insurance. Dr. Doug Kudensweiler, the Chief Medical Officer out at Mountain Pacific Quality Health, joining us today on Coffee Break. Dr. Doug, uh, becoming a bit of a frequent flyer here, which I'm absolutely fine with. I love it. I love having on uh, the doctor. Uh, Doug, thanks for taking time. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. I'm I'm actually happy to be anywhere, but I'm I'm particularly happy to be here with you this morning. Well, I I sure appreciate uh, your willingness to share your knowledge with us, and we we've had you on the show. Uh, I think really it was before uh, COVID even really hit Montana. Now we've got you on as it's really just skyrocketing here. So I think the first question and the one everybody has on their mind before we dive into the holidays is just: Do we have any kind of idea? Uh, if we're approaching any kind of peak here, I mean, when do we get to the other side of this mountain? <laughs> well, that's that's debatable. Um, clearly, most of the United States is is having a, a huge upturn right now in numbers of cases and numbers of deaths, um, and that's probably in large part due to the change in the weather. People are inside now; they're in closer quarters. Uh, we've got people in schools in close quarters, and, and there are a number of reasons that are responsible for it. But it's difficult at this point to know uh, when we're going to hit a peak or if we're going to hit a peak. A lot will depend on uh, what, what we do in response to this. If, if we do what Australia and New Zealand have done and, and start closing down more tightly for a number of weeks, then we can probably see it come down, and the hope is that within the next couple of months we're going to have a vaccine that works. Um, but it remains to be seen. We just don't have enough experience with this virus. Early on, I mean, Montana was sort of the port in the storm, uh, you know, across the entire country. Why are we now seeing it happen here after being so sheltered early on? Is it part of that, like you mentioned, we're just we're inside more, we're together more now? Yeah, and I, I think it's kind of a ripple effect. It, it, it spreads from epicenters, which were places where people were, you know, traveling to a lot more frequently, and, and you had people from other countries coming. And Montana was at the end of all that ripple. We were already socially isolated just because of our geography. But now the ripple has spread, and it's, and it's gotten to all of these rural areas. We're not alone. Wyoming, Idaho, Nevada, some of these other very sparsely populated states are seeing a big explosion too, and it's, it's just because it's finally gotten to us. And as I said, you know, we've got people in schools, we've, we've got people uh, indoors, and uh, liberalized things a little bit compared to what we did back in March, and the consequences that we're seeing a big explosion. Dr. Doug Kudensweiler is the Chief Medical Officer at Mountain Pacific Quality Health. And, uh, Doctor, uh, we're, we're coming up, of course, on Thanksgiving, on Christmas. What's the general thinking there in terms of how the holidays are going to impact uh, this virus in the country and, and I suppose, by extension, in the state? Yeah, I think everybody's very worried about it. When we look at colleges and universities, um, you know, many of them have had a, a big upturn in numbers of positives. And, and we're very nervous about these students going home and, and taking the virus to the home. So, 
you know, as, as hard as it is, you know, we really have to urge a lot of caution and, and people should really consider about whether they really want to travel at all. Um, if you're in a high density area right now, let's say you're in Chicago or Indiana or Michigan or someplace like that, and you're going to be traveling back home to see your loved ones, you know, you really ought to think twice about it this year. I, I think the one thing we can say is that things will be better next year and putting it off, putting off holidays at home in person for one year is a small sacrifice to make compared to taking a virus home and having, you know, loved ones get sick and die from it. So when it comes to the holidays, uh, Doug, what are, what are some of the main things that we've got to consider here? Well, you, sh you should, if, if you are going to travel, I think one of the, the things you should do is, is self self-quarantine yourself for a week or so before you begin your travel. That is, stay away from restaurants, stay away from bars, stay away from large gatherings, and then get yourself tested uh, within three days of, of your travel date. If, if you're positive, obviously you should rethink the whole situation. If you're negative and, and you, you want to go, then you know at least get that test and make sure that you're negative at that point. If you're traveling by air or, or by bus, make sure that you wear a mask, make sure you take hand sanitizer, wash your hands frequently, try and stay away from other people, and keep that mask on as much as you can. Uh, it's probably actually safer to drive if that's possible. This time of year, though, um, you know, sometimes that's not always a great option either. Um, when you get to your destination, strongly consider staying in a hotel. Staying in a hotel is probably safer than staying in the family home where you're in a lot closer quarters. Um, and, and again, this is going to feel abnormal, but, but even when you're visiting at home, you know, you need to, to try and remember to socially distance, avoid hugging, avoid a lot of touching, use your hand sanitizer. When it comes to food, and Thanksgiving, of course, is, is all about food, you know, you have to be careful with that. Um, we, we don't think that getting uh, the virus from touching objects or eating food is, is a big part of what happens. We don't think that's a major way that it's spread, but it is certainly possible. So things like big family potlucks are probably not a good idea. It's probably better to have a meal prepared by one person or just a couple of people. And, and they should use a lot of precautions and wash their hands frequently yeah. and mask while they're preparing the food. Yeah. yeah. We're talking with Doug Kunzweiler, uh, Dr. Doug Kunzweiler, on the show today. And a, a couple of things you mentioned there that I wanted to touch on. But um, you, you talked about travel. And, and there are states right now that are a little bit more strict than others in, in terms of people traveling from outside of the state, aren't there? Like, there's some that are requiring you have a test. Yeah, some are requiring tests and some are requiring quarantining. So, yeah, it, you should check ahead, you know, contact uh, the website for that state that you're going to be going to and, and make sure that you understand what the rules are. Uh, also, if you're traveling overseas, uh, there are lots of countries that are enforcing uh, testing and quarantining pretty vigorously. So, so check ahead and make sure you understand what the rules are before okay. you leave. And in terms of hotel stays, it seems like that's 
I mean, uh, safe comes with an asterisk. Uh, anytime we stay, say safe, uh, let me try that again. Anytime we say safe, uh, that, that comes with an asterisk right now, I suppose. But it sounds like hotel stays uh, safe right now. Uh, I, I think relatively speaking, any travel at this time is going to to carry risk with it. There's, there's no way we can say, yeah, it's great, just go ahead and go. Anything you do is going to carry risk. Probably staying in a hotel, though, you are, you are physically isolated, and, and that's probably a little bit safer than staying in the family home. Okay. We're talking with Dr. Doug Kuhnsweiler. He's the chief medical officer out at Mountain Pacific Quality Health. And uh, it, it sounds like, I mean, it, it, it's the common refrain, but we just need to keep going back to the basics of hand washing and sanitizer and stuff like that. Yeah, we just don't have any other weapons right now. Now, if you get sick, we are getting better and better at caring for you. But hospitals are, are filling up. Even in Montana, the bed space is, is dropping. And people are worried. Wintertime, we see influenza, we see pneumonia, we see a variety of other diseases that tend to peak. And that, on top of COVID, we're worried is going to really max out bed space in hospitals. So the medical professionals are pleading with the population to follow these guidelines, follow, you know, the hand washing and mm -hmm. the mask wearing and the social distancing, uh, because it's, it's going to be grim if we don't. I know there are some states out there that are really is sort of trying to say no gatherings whatsoever. Uh, or, you know, I think California is saying you can have 10 people, but there's some states out there just saying, we don't want you to have any gatherings in your home. I, I know the CDC was talking about going to, um, I, I suppose what feels like extremes to most everyone, you know, talking about bringing your own utensils and bringing your own food. Uh, are, are we expecting that to actually happen anywhere? Well, I'm not. <laughs> professionals are giving their best advice as how how you could you know get a get a hold on this thing yeah but people you know being people are are, are not going to follow every piece of advice you know to the nth degree that's just not going to happen but when we look at countries who've done very well with this if you look at south korea if you look at taiwan if you look at australia if you look at new zealand you know, they really were pretty draconian, and they had populations that followed the advice a lot more closely than we have done here. And, you know, as a result of that, they're looking a whole lot better. Their numbers are low, and they will be able to open up their economies more. And, uh, you know, we, we just haven't gotten to that point in yeah. America. So if we kind of just go under the assumption that uh, people aren't uh, packing their own lunch to uh, to Thanksgiving and there are going to be at least small gatherings, what do we need to do? I mean, what are sort of, uh, you know, there is going to be a gathering, say it's 10 or 12 people. Um, what needs to happen? I mean, you said that we don't believe this can be spread through through food, right? We don't think that's a major way. It, it probably can be to some extent, but that's far less important than respiratory. So even if you're in the home in a family gathering, it, it's not a bad idea to, to keep your mask on, except for when you're actually eating or drinking something. And that's going to seem very weird, and you know, people have to make their own decision how worried they are about this. But uh, all we can do is, is give you the best advice we have, and, and that's it. You know, avoid touching 
Wash your hands frequently, use your sanitizer, wipe down surfaces that are uh, commonly touched, do that often. Um, and, and again, you have to suffer through this knowing that better days are coming mm -hmm. if we all do this. Yeah, well, and you mentioned uh, potluck. I mean, that that's always a bit of a crapshoot anyway right now. Uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, this gives you that excuse to say, I don't know about a potluck because I, I don't know. That that always seems like uh, you're, you're playing with fire there, but this year. Um, yeah, exactly. It does sound yeah, like we so have now reason. Now you have a little. Yeah. <laughs> It, it yeah, does sound like we have reason to do that. that chili. <laughs> yeah. Right. So one person making the meal, everyone, I guess, then just needs to wash and keep hands away from your face. You know, the, again, it's, it's going back to the basics. Right. It's the same thing you're doing in a restaurant right now. It should, you should look at it as, as the same. I mean, we are going out to restaurants, but we're wearing masks, except when we're actually eating. Uh, the people serving are all wearing masks. The people preparing the food are all wearing masks. So that's how we help prevent the spread. So we should be doing the same thing in the home when we have a larger gathering. Dr. Doug Kunzweiler is with us here on Coffee Break this morning. Uh, a couple more minutes, and we're going to give him a, a breather and take a break. But we uh, we talk about 15 minutes of close contact. Um does the length of the gathering really matter at this point? I mean, because we're all, I think we can assume it's, it's going to be a longer than a 15 minute affair. Yeah. Uh, and common sense would tell you that if, if you're in a house for a couple of hours, you're breathing everybody's air over and over again, and you're going to get exposed. Um, it, in climates where you can do it, trying to do as much as you can outside is a, a better option. That's not going to work this time of year, obviously, for the more northern parts of the country. Um, but if you can do anything to improve ventilation, maybe have fans you know, blowing air outside and that sort of thing uh, is helpful. Really, just wearing a mask is your best protection. And that's going to feel weird sitting around at a family gathering with people having their masks mm -hmm. on. But that, that really is the best thing you can do to protect yourself. How quickly can exposure to this happen? I mean, I, I guess we had to pick a – it's one of those things, why 15 minutes, why, why not 20, why not 10? But well, Because that, we have to that, pick that a number, from, right? Right. Well, but it comes from some scientific studies looking at, at droplet spread when people talk, when people breathe quietly, when people – breathe harder when people cough or when they sneeze. And they've looked at droplet spread. And we think that uh, how big a viral load you get impacts how sick you might get from this. And when they've done these scientific studies looking at droplet spread, they found that six feet is, is sort of where you first begin to, to see a lot of, of spread. And a 15-minute time frame is about what it takes for tiny droplets with the virus on it to spread throughout a room. So that's where the six feet and 15 minutes rule comes in. Okay. You can do that in like a, a, a doctor's office setting, but obviously at a, at a family gathering in a home, that's, that's really not practical. And in that situation, you know, the only thing you really have left is wearing the mask and right. hand washing and being careful. Yeah. Well, and uh, it sounds like, uh, you know, cheek pinching and, and hugging, probably not a good thing at this point either. No, probably not a good thing. Just be satisfied with being able to be together, you know, and, and talk and see each other, but minimize the physical contact. 
Dr. Doug Kunzweiler is the chief medical officer out at Mountain Pacific Quality Health here in Helena. And uh, we're going to continue our conversation with him, but we do have to take a little break. So we're going to do that and then come back and talk more on Coffee Break. I just wanted to step away from the show for a few seconds to tell you that if you miss an episode, you can always catch up. We're on iTunes, so find our show there or swing by coffeebreak959.podbean.com. Local and area events, city, state, and national officials, your neighbors doing incredible things. We talk to them all on Coffee Break, where Helena comes to talk. In today's always-on world, your business demands a simpler approach to network security. At Blackfoot Communications, we deliver state-of-the-art security solutions from the perimeter to endpoint devices and remote data backup for businesses across Montana. Ensure your company's network is online all the time. For more information, visit goblackfoot.com security. Back into Coffee Break. I'm Troy Shockley. Thanks for riding along with us this morning. We've got Dr. Doug Kunzweiler on the line with us. He is the chief medical officer out at Mountain Pacific Quality Health. We're talking a bit of COVID and the holidays. Um, you touched on some of this stuff, Doug, but uh, I guess if, if some of our listeners are the ones going to a home, are, are there anything that sort of things that they can do past what we've talked about is just making sure they've got the masks and they've got their hand sanitizer and that sort of thing? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, getting tested is important. If if you have symptoms, uh, by all means, you know, see a provider and, and get tested. If you've been tested but, you know, you don't have your results back yet, rethink the whole situation and maybe wait until you're, you're sure that, that you're okay. If, if you know that you've been exposed, you should be quarantining anyway. You shouldn't be entertaining the idea of traveling. And then think about the people that you're going to be visiting. If, if any of them are at high risk, you know, because they are, say, over the age of 60 or 65, or maybe they've got chronic lung disease or heart disease, or maybe, you know, their immune system, uh, for some reason, like they're on cancer drugs or whatever. Uh, if, if there's anybody who's at high risk, either plan on not visiting them or just cancel the trip altogether. Um, so I think planning ahead and really thinking carefully about, about your decision would, would go a long way. So what about if you're the one, you're the host, you're, you're the one providing the house, you're the one making the meal. What do those folks need to think about? Well, I think if you are hosting, then you have some added responsibility, and you need you need to think about who's going to be there, and, and are any of them high risk? Are any of them coming from areas you know that are experiencing these big outbreaks? Uh, and then you know, take the responsibility, encourage people to wear masks, discourage people from doing a lot of touching, make sure that you provide hand sanitizer, that you provide paper towels that people can use, you know, when they use the bathroom, so that Everybody's not wiping their hands on the same towel. Uh, put some thought into food preparation. Make sure that you wear a mask when you do that. Um, you know, just really, if you kind of compare it to your experience at a restaurant, trying to mimic that, then I think you know, that's about as much as you can do. Yeah, and I suppose beforehand, the, the deep cleaning, which I guess often is going to happen anyway. Yeah, especially common surfaces, countertops and phones and, and that sort of thing. Think, think about that and, you know, make sure that there are alcohol wipes available so people can 
wipe things down. And, and again, this is going to feel very weird, but you know, we all want to have a, a safe community to raise our families in, and, and we all want to be around next year uh, when the holidays, I think, are going to seem more like our, our usual holidays. Yeah. So it, it's it's worthwhile to take some precaution this year. Well, and I suppose uh, probably a smart thing to do a, another round of that deep cleaning after everybody leaves, right? Just to make sure that your home is then safe again. Yeah, absolutely. We, sh we should be doing that anyway, but yes, absolutely. Are, are there people that, and I think you touched on uh, some of it there, but I mean, are, are there people that just should really seriously think about avoiding holiday gatherings as tough as that is? Yeah, I, I think if, if you have other risk factors, if you are somebody that has, you know, maybe chronic lung disease or, or heart disease or diabetes or your immune system, you know, isn't isn't normal because of the disease or because of medications you're on, and you can you know talk to your provider about that. Then they should really think about uh, not attending large gatherings. Um, if it's just a couple of people, you know that's that's probably less risky. But if it's going to be a, a large family gathering, and, and you really should think about the size of the gathering, you know, ten to twelve people is is kind of the max that you can hope to to have these measures that we've talked about, you know, be helpful. Once you start getting bigger than that, it, it's very, very difficult to prevent spread. Uh, so if, if you have any of these high-risk situations, then you should really think about skipping it this year. Dr. Doug Kunzweiler is the Chief Medical Officer at Mountain Pacific Quality Health. We've got him with us for another five minutes or so. And, uh, you know, I, we, we mentioned sort of some CDC recommendations earlier, and uh, I've seen they have also talked about virtual holiday gatherings i i'm just not sure that's something that works for a lot of us i, I get the i get the this idea and the sentiment behind it but uh i i don't expect we're going to see a lot of that are we no probably not i mean a, a zoom meeting or that sort of thing it's better than nothing uh I, I would say just maintain a sense of humor about it and you know be creative um i i've been to a lot of Zoom meetings now since last March, and you know they are sort of funny, actually, the things the things that happen. So it's it's better than nothing. It's a way to still stay in touch with loved ones. Um, and again, this is this is not going to be the way our lives are for forever. So you know we have to put up with a little bit of hardship right now, so that a better day will will come. And I think once we have a vaccine and that's that's been spread around and i think we'll be in a much better situation yeah well it, it looks like a lot of businesses are sort of rolling out black friday deals now sort of spreading them out over the month but i have to think there's still going to be some sort of black friday shopping going on anything out of i mean what do we need to be aware of or once again does it come back to all the stuff we've been talking about it comes back to everything we've been talking about yeah Black Friday, even in the best of circumstances, <laughs> was a bit of a dicey deal anyway when you look at the fistfights and yeah, yeah. whatnot that, that went on. But no, Black Friday, it, the way Black Friday has gone on is, is like COVID virus's dream situation. <laughs> we have a bunch of people all packed together and, you know, all breathing heavily on each other so well, then at that point uh, contact tracing uh, is i mean it's impossible right it's impossible it's pretty much impossible yeah pretty much impossible so 
skipping Black Friday, doing it virtually online is, is going to be a much safer, much better option. Dr. Doug Kunzweiler out at Mountain Pacific Quality Health. Uh, we've mentioned it a couple times this morning, but the the vaccine, I mean, the news there seems promising. What, you know, as a medical professional, what kind of timeline are we looking at realistically before that's not, hey, it's now available, but before it's, you know, that's available in italics, right? Like, when is it actually going to be available for people? Yeah, so it's a little bit like a horse race because there are six or seven uh different companies that have vaccines in the pipeline that are in clinical trials now and, and you know they all look pretty promising. I, I think the earliest we're likely uh, to see one would be first of the year still. It's possible Pfizer will will you know start distributing some of their vaccine in December. Uh, but but realistically probably later than that, more like February, March. Um, and it's going to have to be prioritized. It's going to have to go to healthcare professionals, people who, who are at very high risk, like nursing home residents, that sort of thing will go first. Um, most experts are, are thinking that it will be one or more of the viruses will be generally available more like late spring, early summer to the general public. Uh, so we still, we still have uh, a period of time when when we're going to be at risk and we're going to need to continue uh, these these measures that we've been using. Okay. Um, so we're looking it, at it's going to take a while. Yeah. So we're looking at uh, what five six months ballpark before yeah. I can go down to yeah. get one. Yeah, I think I think that's the the best we can we can do right now. Um, and the Pfizer one uh, requires. Uh, extreme cold for shipping and, and handling and storage and that Montana has has been proactive and they think they've got that problem pretty much uh, solved but some states are going to struggle with that and a lot of foreign governments uh, you know other countries are going to struggle with that um, some of the vaccines probably won't require severe cold storage uh, but they're farther uh, away from being released, so we've we've still got a ways to go. I I think uh, if you just assume it's it's going to be late spring, early summer before you're going to be able to go get a vaccine, that's that's probably reasonable. And and so you just have to get your mindset that I'm going to still be wearing the mask and still carrying my hand sanitizer around and still being careful for yeah. you know at least till next summer. Dr. Doug Kunzweiler is the Chief Medical Officer at Mountain Pacific Quality Health. He's been our guest on Coffee Break this morning. And, and while we are still waiting for uh, the vaccine there, you can go get a flu shot, and those are going to be important this year. So go ahead and go do that because that's at least one thing that we know can help, and uh, you, you can help things. So, uh, Doctor, we're all out of time. I appreciate you joining us today. Very happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Everybody have a safe and happy weekend. We'll see you back here on Monday. I'm Troy Shockley, and that's it for Coffee Break today. Be sure to check us out on iTunes. Head on over. Give us a review there. That's always much appreciated. Or swing by coffeebreak959.podbean.com. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you back here tomorrow.